Tell me, what do you know about the uh, the so-called do not hire issue? The do not hire issue, I mean, we've known it's been around. And in past practice, the do not hire was for people who lost certification due to cause. They were removed for cause. And basically, there were people that, you know, were, were charged with criminal offenses, whether it was drugs, sexual contact with kids, or, or stealing or theft. So basically, it was something very egregious. You went up on charges, they, they removed you from the classroom or your position, and then actually they went to the state to remove your teaching certificate. When you say they, are you, who are you talking about? The Chicago Public Schools. Okay. The Board of Education, they. That's the, was the past practice and policy that we know of in the union that people who got on the do not hire list did something egregious against the employee discipline code and were brought up on charges, went through some due process, they were removed from the teaching position, and then there was state hearing through the State Board of Education to remove their teaching certificate. And is any of this process reflected in the collective bargaining agreement with CTU? Not specifically to the do not hire list. There's nothing in our collective bargaining agreement regarding the do not hire list. There is procedures to remove a teacher or, or a union member from their position, a due process and it's called the E3 process. Now, there's also, if it's so egregious, then it can be, you know, fast-tracked. I mean, if it's murder or rapes and things like that, I mean, they, they can terminate you for cause quite quicker, but, you know, I don't think nobody's going to argue that case, you know. And we knew there was this list. We never had this list. We don't know about, I mean, it's been said, we, you're on a do not Ireland. That's what we've known about. And that's the perception of everybody in the system. Okay, yeah, we understand. If you do something wrong that hurts kids or damages the, your school environment, then, all right, you shouldn't be working in there. We all agree we all have kids and or, or care about our children. We don't want somebody that can hurt kids in the schools or that steals from the school from the school building or school district. So we all agree on that, that there's a need for that. But one of the discussions that's starting to have been happening is, why do we need this list? Because if your certification is stripped from the state or if you have a criminal record, whether it's drugs or violence or, or, or certain types of theft or sexual conduct with a, with a student, then you would already be banned from teaching in the, in the school district by its own board policies and rules. And do you have any evidence from teachers that they've been given a do-not-hire classification? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh. I have letters saying you're on the do-not-hire list. And it actually says that term? Yes. Then there's another term they use. Uh, not, I don't have the file in front of me, but it basically says, yeah, you're not, you're not to be hired again. You're on the do-not-hire list. And do you know why they're making these classifications for, you know, something that's not egregious? We don't know. Did the letters explain? We don't know. There is no policy or procedures that we know of. One of the more uh, troubling things, and I, I don't know if you heard about this, is that new teachers are getting this classification. Young teachers in the system, probationary appointed teachers, if they're not renewed twice. And CPS is three years to become tenured, so it's three years you're on probation. So within those three years, all kinds of things can happen. Say, you know, you don't get along with a principal or, or something happens at the school, whatever, and, and then they don't renew you. So now you find another job in another school. And say this year came along and there was a whole, uh, supposed budget crisis, you know, or whatever they created this year, and they laid you off or, or non-renewed you again this year. So that would be two non-renewals. And we just got an email from somebody, and I guess it's a new policy instead. We don't know nothing about it. That if a, a probationary teacher is non-renewed twice in the three years that they're probationary teachers, they get a do not hire on their 
on their jacket or on their record. But the problem with that is, David, is these are brand new teachers into the system. This is somebody that's 25, 26 years old, just went through school, just got certified, and basically they're now blacklisted from working in the district in all of Chicago, period. They can never work in the city of Chicago again, according to CPS. So basically, this is a modern-day blacklist. Teachers have also reported that, in some cases, their evaluations have been changed to lower ratings than they actually were given by their principals. Do you know where that shows up? There's a system internally, and we're investigating. That's another whole separate case, because if you get so many unsatisfactories, then they can start working on terminating you on a system. And then also, that's part of a hiring process. Whenever you go to a district, they ask you, what was your evaluations? I recall looking at multiple applications you're online, they say, were you ever deemed unsatisfactory in the system? So this is part of another way of labeling you. And, and the unsatisfactory label in CPS, actually, there's a procedure for it. There's a strict procedure for it. It's part of the, a bargaining agreement. And if it's not followed, then it's a violation of the contract, and that has to be rescinded, that unsatisfactory. Now, this whole idea of CPS changing teachers' records, do you know how they might be doing that and, and who might be doing it? If it's computerized, it's pretty easy. I mean, I did an investigation of grade tampering over down in Hyde Park. I also did uh, attendance tampering story. I mean, basically, it's a computerized system. You can tamper with anything when it's computerized, especially when it goes to some central location. They can do whatever they please, and then they override things that are in the computer. Pretty easy. So do you have an opinion about why they would do that? In my opinion, there's two things. One, to instill fear in teachers that we can do this to you. So you all should behave, listen to us, and don't rock the boat. Second thing is is to get rid of some teachers and put other people in. I mean, basically, it's, it's, it's reducing the force, a rift, right, reduction in force. I mean, we're fighting the layoff through this stated budget crisis, which we've showed it. There is no budget crisis. So now they have to develop different systems to get rid of teachers, tenure teachers or teachers out of the system so they can't come back. 